I know they got their start in making bobbleheads a sort of a uh, sort of pop culture characters. I think it was Big Boy or whatever that guy's yep. the the, the character. Yeah, yeah, those guys, they started there, and that that became this whole thing, which is insane. Um, are they pretty popular over there in Japan? Also, the pop. Um, they are popular, but I also think they're a very niche market. They can be yeah. hard to find. Um, mm. One of like one of the stores that I go to, I'm lucky that they, it's just like wall to wall pops. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in, you have to lower your head and you're just surrounded by pops all around um, the room. It's like, it's a, it's a small store, um, Bobbing World, but they have a really good selection of pops. Welcome to the Shelf Warmers, the show about toys, why we like them, our connections to the figures and their relevance to bigger topics. I'm your co-host, Sugu, and today we have our special guest again to discuss the new toy craze, Funko Pops, and everything about them. And I'm your co-host, Darby, and so on today's show, we'll be discussing the infinite popularity of Funko Pops, which ones we collect, and how we manage to avoid bankruptcy, not collecting all of them, and whether or not this pop bubble is ever going to burst. Before we get into today's episode, by way of introduction, I'm Darby Harn, the author of several novels now, including Ever the Hero and A Country of Eternal Light. I'm a senior writer for Screen Rant and a contributor for Star Wars Newsnet. I'm also part of the Movie News Network podcast, talking all things movies, TV, and pop culture. And I'm Sugu, your co-host. I collect mostly Transformers, but I've recently started collecting Marvel Legends figures, uh, I've been collecting Transformers since about 2004 when I moved to Japan. Uh, I'm very interested in tabletop gaming, so I also have a wide collection of board games. I work in IT and education, but you can also find some of my travel writing on allaboutjapan.com, where I have written various articles about my life and perspectives in Japan. All right, so I'd like to welcome again our, our special guest, Tamblin. Hi, thank you for having me. And Thanks for coming, Daniel. <laughs> You're welcome. And today we're going to talk about Funko Pops. And I'm probably going to take a bit of a backseat to this one. I'll let Darvin and Tamlin kind of talk because they know more about Funko Pops than I do. So Why is that? Why have you not been indoctrinated, Sugu, in the Funko Pops? Uh, this actually connects back to our previous discussion about stylized versus representative. I tend to prefer figures that look uh, more realistic or proportioned, I should say. I say this as I talk about Transformers as well, but, you know, proportioned. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably the big reason why. Whereas, so Tamlin, on last week's episode where you guys talked a lot about Wonder Woman, you collect quite a few Wonder Woman pops and other pops, is that right? Yes. Um, Harry Potter... Um, DC with a focus on Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Marvel with a focus on Black Panther, nice. Star Trek, and that's about, oh, and a few Walking Dead. Walking Dead, okay, cool. Walking Dead, yes, I like zombies. So you're definitely, the, you're definitely the Funko person in the group because <laughs> I have only a few. I have maybe five. Five, oh, wow. Plus a custom. I have a custom. I have a custom Funko Pop that of uh, Kit Baldwin, who is the heroine from my novel. And then I have a Freddie Mercury Pop and a Jawa Pop because naturally, 
And then uh, I have actually just recently, I got a couple pops uh, from Queen's Gambit, uh, the Netflix show. Have you guys seen this? I have not seen it, but you say yeah. it's worth watching. That's the show about chess, right? Yeah, uh, Beth uh, Beth Harmon, she's a chess master back in the 60s. I absolutely adore this show. I've watched it literally like five times. Um, and so they made a series, they made three pops for Beth <laughs> uh, in her various uh, costumes, and I got them all because I don't know. And um, so those are really the only pops I have. Um, I've sort of avoided the temptation of getting heavy into the star Wars or Marvel ones. Cause there's just so many, um, I think hundreds and hundreds and hundreds at this point, but I, I like them. And I suppose that might be a good place to kind of start the conversation. Like what, what is the appeal of pops? Cause like, this is like a whole thing. Well, with me, I like the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, um, I saw them. I was like, Oh, I like them, but oh, I'm not really, I have enough of other items that I'm collecting. So I don't need to add an extra collection to what I already have, mm-hmm. but I'm weak. I'm so <laughs> very, very weak. And it, yeah. it started off with four. And next thing you know, I have 120. <laughs> you actually have 120? I have 120 at home, but I have some pre-orders that are due to arrive between July and the end of August. Nice. I was going to say, is Wonder Woman, was that the first pops that you bought? Uh, <laughs> actually, um, not a Wonder Woman from mm-hmm. the Wonder Woman movie, because the store we went to, they didn't have a Wonder Woman pop. Okay. And so I ended up um, also bought two from Black Panther, because they I, they were on sale. So mm-hmm. I, bought all, I bought four of them, because they were super cheap. So I'm like, well, well, let me just get them. I like the characters. It's a really good deal. But mm-hmm. then I noticed they looked unbalanced, that they needed more. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if I'm going to have some from the Black Panther and the first Wonder Woman movie, I need to have the main characters from the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I need to have more of the supporting characters. And I'm like, well, you know, I feel like <laughs> the, I grew up watching the Super Friends, so maybe I should try to get like, you know, an Aquaman, a Batman. It just grew. This is why I don't buy. We were talking about Transformers 1986 a couple weeks ago. That's why I don't buy any of those for that reason right there. Is that it won't just be one, won't just be two or three. It'll be like him. It'll be like Sugu has whatever. How many do you have, Sugu's Transformers? I stopped counting at at exactly, exactly. (laughs) But again, my collection is is very different, right? Those are a very different breed. I mean it's probably better to compare the Funko Pops with Marvel Legends. Mm. How in the span of four months, um, I got <laughs> several of them. Like, how many do I have now? 30, 40? Uh, it's, it's a few, uh, judging from the pictures that you sent. Yeah. So, so part of the appeal for Tamlin was sort of, you know, sort of that slippery slope of like, you know, now I got to get them all. With Suga, though, you've really resisted, even though, like, you, you have your reasons, the aesthetic reasons, mm-hmm. um, with the stylized. Have you ever been tempted, though? Like, are there any that you're like, dude? Yeah, there's actually been a few that I was like, uh, crap, that'd be kind of cool to have. And they're, mm-hmm. they're from, like, the minor franchises that I like. Like, there's one that, um, 
from this obscure TV show that I watched back when I was a kid. I think it was Thundercats. I, I can't remember now which one we saw, but I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, that looks good. Yep. But I can't, my, my collection has already expanded well past any sort of boundaries I tried to, to put, in, put on it. It used to be just Transformers, and then it was just Transformer masterpieces. And, and then it was Mafex and SH Figure Arts Marvel figures, and now it's just like a bunch of stuff. Plus board games. <laughs> board games, too. And I, for myself, I think I've done a fairly good job, I, I guess I'd say, of resisting the Funko Pops because like they're they've been making Star Wars ones going back to maybe 2007 2008 right when they started whenever that was and so that's the job was one of the early ones and so he was he i got him and then but i was like no nah, i can't do this stuff and it was a good thing i didn't because that was many figures and thousands and thousands of dollars ago but um, i would say it is more tempting now in the present because funko is much more comprehensive on making characters from the newer movies and tv shows than hasbro is relative to star wars they rolled so if you're quick it's insane. And so yes, something like Loki, where from this isn't Star Wars, but Marvel, um, where uh, an episode of Loki will drop and everybody's like, I want a Funko Pop of Alligator Loki. Yeah, I don't. Is it, you know, is it just they literally have some guy who's up all night and he just does the little the 3D model in the computer and they pop it out and they put it on Twitter? Like what happens? His Possibly. Name's <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's it's an amazing system they have and they're, they're working the thing. The other thing I think is so curious about Funko that I thought it would be worth talking about too, is just how enduring it is. Like we, it's been gone on it. I think most people kind of consider it sort of a, one of those cultural fads with like the beanie babies or something. I, it's, I think it's, it's fair to say it's gone way past that. Um, it's gone on for well over a decade. Doesn't seem to be slowing down. Actually seems to be gaining steam at least over here. I don't know. What do you guys think? Now? I think it is, yeah. I'm not sure when they came out. Yeah. <laughs> like I've always been aware of them to some extent. Yeah. But not a main focus until probably 2017. Yeah, they they've been at least since for Star Wars anyway, it's been going back to 2008 2009 somewhere in there because i remember they were making them for when the clone wars made it series first started um they were making them for around that period so it's been a while it's been an evolution too in sort of the branding because they started off as the funko started off as a very niche thing yeah. um and they were making i want to say they were making other sort of toys and collectibles before this and then they stopped this was actually the, the pop was the sort of uh sort of stylized thing they were doing uh, now according to their Wikipedia, they started in 1998. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. And uh, yeah, they started in 1998 and um, uh, nostalgia-themed toys. Yeah, the, it's insane here. It's That's all it is. is everything is pops. Yeah, uh, at some of the major chains... You can find some pops, but they're the the extremely popular licenses, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Disney princesses are are there, or other Disney movies actually, right? And you can find 
a, a wide range of pots. Mm-hmm. You just have to know where to look. Mm-hmm. So I, I just did a simple search of pops near me, found the store, looked at the picture, and was like, I have to go to this store. This is <laughs> everything I need. And That's I was awesome. correct. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it, the pops are sort of uh, like here at Target or Walmart or something. And then just the, the hobby shops, it's just it's like the majority of what they sell in toys. It's like this wall of just all this different stuff. It's oh, insane. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's Aren't, still amazing how many um, licenses they have. Like, it's never ending. Really rare or just obscure obscure like if it's ever been ip then they're making a pop out of it like go back in time to any random tv show or movie or uh, rock band now like they're making you know uh pops out of def leopard and motley crew and gnr and all this stuff um if it's ever existed there'll be a pop this is true i know i was surprised when they did the pops for v the miniseries yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that miniseries. I have the books and everything. When I yeah. saw those, I was really surprised. I was like, oh, this was like the world's greatest miniseries. And the pop- it's a great it's a great sort of thing too for folks. Like I, I was a fan of that too when I was younger. V uh classic, I would say, miniseries, nineteen eighty-four. Um, that actually had a line it was meant to have a line of figures associated with the toy sort of star wars sized toys that never actually got produced and it's one of those mythical sort of toy lines from the 80s so it was kind of cool for the the only thing that got made was a doll of the uh alien trooper and oh, you could tear okay. his face off and like the reptile would be underneath um but so to have the pops is kind of cool because they did like diana they did uh, most of the major ones but yeah that was cool. They did um, Elizabeth, though. Oh, yeah. They didn't do Elizabeth. Um, it might have just been like, that was a weird part of the story. We won't do it. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it was that was cool. And they do that thing for, for like, you know, um, a bunch of obscure stuff. So whether it's sort of current, like Black Mirror, the TV show Black Mirror, they do a ton of pops from that, which is kind of cool. I was tempted by some of those. I, I'm a huge fan of Black Mirror and some of those individual episodes. So I thought about some of those. Um, and then you sort of duck in and out. I spend a lot of time looking at pops at one point because I, you know, is uh, uh, ended up uh, with the custom of uh, Kit, like I said earlier. And then Al who does the covers from my books was also looking for pops uh, to make uh, character customs out of characters for their books and ended up looking at basically every pop that was out there to like, <laughs> like find the right matching sort of head or body or something. So it's, it's pretty cool. They're fun to look at. I mean, it, you know, um, some of them are pretty, pretty inventive, even though they all follow the same style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite pop? Of the ones I have, um, I definitely, I definitely love Kid. There's, she kind of was very simple, but actually worked out really well. She's a, a sort of amalgamation of uh, the head from Missing Day from uh, Game of Thrones, and then the body of Jessica Jones from the Jessica Jones series from Netflix, and that actually worked out perfect. Um, very little besides the head, but um, I love the Jawa because he's the Jawa, but. Um, I like actually the Freddie Mercury. 
I'm uh, my my brother gave me this one. I'm a huge fan of Queen and Freddie Mercury, and this is Freddie from 1986. This was the last tour, the the kind of Magic tour. It's sort of that iconic uh, sort of yellow jacket, and I just I like him a lot. He's a lot of fun. They made the other band members too, but I I don't have them. Mm-hmm. I just got Freddie, but I like him a lot. Yeah, and the the like I said, the Queen's Gambit. I love those too. So I have a question about the pops that you and I have alluded to before. Um, but Tamla, one of the reasons that you don't have a lot of um, Marvel figures that you've told me before is that they're bobbleheads. They're bobbleheads. Um, mm-hmm. Bobbleheads are not my favorite. I made yeah. an exception. Okay, first, I didn't know they were bobbleheads <laughs> until I actually had them after the worker from the store gave them to me. And I was like, oh, it's a bobblehead. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, but you know what? I still like it, so I'll still get the character. So one of the, the question is, like, why are Marvel, why are Marvel figures exclusively bobbleheads on, on Funkos? It's with Star Wars, too. And the reason is because of Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro owns the license to make figures in a certain scale of Marvel and Star Wars of which Funko runs up against. And so they, the Funko only has a license to make bobbleheads, which is why you get the discrepancy between the Star Wars and Marvel. They're, they have the little spring for the bobble yeah. and the other figures don't, um, the other pops don't. So what do you mean by licensing running up, or licensing with scale? Because Funko pops are their own scale. The Hasbro has a lot, this is why Lego also doesn't sell individual minifigures of either brand. Mm-hmm. Um, that you cannot make a figure in any scale. I believe it's two inches and up at all. You can't make an action figure of Marvel or Hasbro or Marvel or Star Wars because Hasbro has the master license for both. So Lego can only sell the minifigures in sets because it's not a true action figure and Funko Pop has to make a bobblehead. So I guess because this relates back to something that Tim and I were talking about before is are Funko Pops action figures? Right. I don't think so. Like, because they're statues, right? Basically. Yeah. Um, so far as Hasbro's concerned, they're they're action figures. I mean, if anything, making them bobbleheads makes them an action figure. Right. That's one. That's a one point <laughs> right. of articulation that they have. Right. It's you. You. Yeah. They. They're static, and then you add the bobblehead, and now they move. It's like. It's one of those things. It's like it's interesting because like one thing we'll have to talk about at some point too on the pod here is that just the other just yesterday, a lot of action figure news the last few days. But um, Hasbro is sublicensing the GI Joe license out to Super Seven, oh, and right. they're they're doing this Ultimate line. It's kind of like they do with the Turtles, you know, the sort of uh, yeah. bigger scale. They're amazing, and the but why would Hasbro do this? Because like they're competing against themselves, basically it's, it's, it's a huge question mark for a lot of people, but in the same way that turtles, there's multiple manufacturers, super seven NECA playmates making turtles figures. Now you have the same thing with GI Joe, but so it led to some questions about maybe something's changed relative to Hasbro and action figures with other companies. So we'll see, I guess, but um, that's definitely worth a bigger conversation because it's, it's a, sort of a doggy dog world in terms of the, the figures and the licensing and everything like that. Um, and I think Funko is, I would argue is probably here anyway, sort of the biggest sort of um, has a lion's share 
the toy aisle these days. I think most people are buying pops, probably over Marvel Legends, maybe Star Wars. I don't know. I could see that. Yeah, it feels uh, that way. Uh, again, according to Wikipedia, Funko has 1,100 licenses. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, can you imagine, like, you work at a company like Hasbro, and you've, they've got maybe, what, 20 licenses total, but, like, these are the biggest licenses on Earth, and, like, you know, it's all this headaches, Funko. They got, like, a thousand. <laughs> They're like, who's got <laughs> who's got the V miniseries account, you know? Yeah. Who's in charge? <laughs> and also, with them, remember, they also have different series. They have the Vinyl mm-hmm. Kitchen, the Dorbs, the Pop Rides rock candy so all those are quite popular as well what are those what's the vinyl dixon they are i believe either seven or maybe eight inches of dc characters in a more of a i don't want to use the word sexy because that's not quite that's not quite appropriate but more of a come hither look. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So those are the vinyl vixens. Like they're vixens. Yeah, the the both. Vic, vixens and the rock candy are both kind of sort of stylized that way. They're sort of they're different styles, but they're very sort of more they're mostly women. And I think they're geared to- mostly towards guys, question mark. I don't <laughs> no, know. No. No, I would disagree because a lot of women I know, um, we have the vinyl vixens just because mm-hmm. we like the characters. Um, I have several of them. Which ones do you have? I have Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Poison Ivy. Okay, and how tall are they? I believe they're maybe seven or eight inches. Okay, so they have quite a bit of weight to them. I was surprised, mm-hmm. I was like, oh has some substance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's uh what are the other ones that you said they have um, uh, right, or writers um on um, the pop rides that's the character with their vehicle like it's wonder woman in the invisible jet batman yeah. in the batmobile captain marvel um on her motorcycle yeah and the rock candies i believe they're about five inches those are kind of cartoony, it seems to me, the ones I've seen. Um, not sure. I don't see it near as many of those as the Pops, but they seem that way to me when I've seen them. Yeah, they didn't make that many rock candies. Well, not as many as the regular Pops. I have a few. Um, I only have the Wonder Woman rock candies. Mm. Yeah, just, just the three Wonder Womans from the comic books and from the movies. But there is a Barbie rock candy that I've been <laughs> thinking about buying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love cool. Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, that stuff, sort of the ancillary, uh, the Funko stuff, it's like, I don't even really ever look at. It's like, but there's a lot of it. Like, especially if you go to somewhere like uh, Barnes & Noble, they carry a lot of that stuff. And you'll see some of those every once in a while. I remember a few years ago when Doctor Who was sort of in the, uh, the Matt Smith era, Amy Pond era, there was a ton of those. I remember everything, it, it, like sort of every sort of iteration of Funko, they did something to do with Doctor Who. It seems like less here now, but I could be wrong too. So, 
And also, uh, Tamlin, you mentioned to me before about a, what something called a chase variant. Yes. What are those? I because I understand a repaint, a reissue. I understand like those types of terms or a remold, a redeco. I get that. What are chase variants? It's basically a rare variation of a pop that they they that they made. Mm -hmm. The color might be different. Um, it's just they don't make as many. And so sometimes when you order it, it's a possibility that you may can get lucky and get a chase. So they're, they're when rare. You, when you order it, as it like online? Um, sometimes like um, you can order just like, oh, it's like, oh, I like this Wonder Woman pop. I'm going to get this one because I like this costume. I like this color. And then when you get it, you get it. This is a totally different color. This is not what I ordered. <laughs> You were lucky and you received a chase. So, That's why you have to read. They'll say the product you receive may not be in the color shown. So that's that's interesting to me because for me, I'd be like, no, that's not what I ordered. I want something different. But somehow that's like the the a good thing, right? Like you're you're yep. a lucky one in ten thousand mm -hmm. who got something different than what you ordered. Yes, I find that fascinating. See, yeah. not, not everyone is like that. Some people are like, oh, I wanted <laughs> this color scheme. This is what I want. So people can get a little hostile. Especially when you can't find, like, that you want the variant, but you can't find it because it's so hard. And this is something that was super, it's, well, it's super ubiquitous in comic books. Kind of always has been for maybe the last 30 years or so, but where the, the variant cover Oh, and you know what I mean? So it's sort of uncommon, but basically the idea is with Funkos, it's like you have your little Kit Baldwin and then like, and then maybe one in 100, she glows in the dark, you know, little, little nightlight Kit Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I randomly ended up with a chase <laughs> and it, I'll be honest, it, w it wasn't the one I initially wanted. Um, I was at Bobbing World and they had, um, he just received a new shipment and I wanted the DC bombshell Wonder Woman. Mm. And so I'm always trying to discreetly look in his boxes without him catching me. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I think he knows what I'm doing because right. I'm, sort of, I'm sort of clumsy. So I'm just like, oof. And so I was in the box and he had the, um, like I wanted the DC bombshell Wonder Woman. I'm just like, okay, but I ended up getting the Christmas variation of it. So I was like, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I don't, uh, the only sort of variations I've ever seen at Pops have been at like shows and they're like super rare or something and people would be selling them for like $1,000 or something. I don't even know what they are. Yeah, like, there's like, that. they're like all gold or they're all silver sometimes or something like that. And I'm like, I don't even know. Don't even know what they are. Getting a visitor here. Say hi to the folks on the pod. This is the pod cat. But nice looking cat. <laughs> he uh, he's hanging out today. But um, yeah, so I don't I don't pay a lot of attention to those. So I don't know if there are really that many for Star Wars or Marvel. I have to assume there are. Um, I just don't know. But like I can I could quote chapter and verse on the headaches of comic book variant covers. Maybe that's an episode we could do in the future. That's just no fun at all, at all. 
Yeah, I just I don't understand. Like, so in in the case of uh, of Tamblin, with that Christmas variant of Wonder Woman, wouldn't that be better as its own model number instead of as a variation because it's a completely different design, right? Only thing different is the color because with that DC bombshell, they have three different versions. Okay. I have two out of three. I don't have the traditional one <laughs> in her normal <laughs> colors. Okay. So I have the holiday variant and I have the chase. So I really want the traditional colors, but when I um, but when you try if you try to order it online, they'll tell you up front you may not receive this one since I already mm-hmm. have the other two. I don't, don't want to risk chance, yeah. having two of the same ones. So I don't I, have the traditional one. The, I think the main driver of this is for Funko to drive sales. What they do is that the, the stores and the customers are basically hoping to get one of these. <laughs> so they're you're ordering maybe more. I assume this is the same thing that was feeding into the Pokemon craze, you know, like with the cards, it's like you're trying to find the card or cards or whatever it is. And with the Funkos, you so it sort of drives sales. It probably drives the, you know, um, that you hope to find one in there or whatever. It's kind of the same thing with the comic book covers. You have c- covers, the variants, they go like one in 100 issues, something like that. It's stupid. So stores are incentivized to order more issues than they would normally to get one of these that they could turn around and then sell to sort of defray the costs of actually ordering so many books. It's like, it's dumb. But so I guess you know. that's the the ultimate goal. I mean, Funko or Funko, I guess it's an American company. Um, they're just making bank due to that. Yes, right. I, I think it's part of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and then they do sort of like I've noticed at Target, they do all these sort of like sort of artistic ones, like stylized ones that like show up for like a minute and then they'll be gone. You know, like there was a Spider-Man that was sort of looked like someone sort of spray painted him sort of like graffiti thing. And like, and then he lasted like a minute and like, I've never seen him again. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he, no, no. I was, I don't know if he was like a variant or that was just him or what. So um, they have some scary looking ones. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's just like random paint or one. It looked like it was filled with candy. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I'm good on this. I don't think I need this. Yeah, it was like one, it was filled with candy. So it's like clear in the shape. And it has like little little balls. Let's oh. like, see if we can uh, do a, a screen share on that one. Yeah, let's see this. Yeah, um, this was, I was like, Wonder as much Wonder as I Wonder love Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman, I would never buy this. <laughs> Wonder Woman candy Funko Pop. There it is. All right, you ready for this? This is a big bad toy store link that I'm about to share. All righty. There we go. Share screen. Oh, wow. That is different. Right? (laughs) Yeah, and they made quite a few of those. Um, They didn't appeal. As much as I love Wonder Woman, I was like, I can't have that. Yeah, just the temptation to open it and eat all the candy. No, it just looks ill. It's 
Yeah, it's different. There you see Sugu, some of the rock candy ones we were talking about earlier. What you uh, talking about? Uh, the rock candy v- versions oh, up on the sort of the top row. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have the um, rock candy Wonder Woman from the comics and the one from the first movie. Which one? Uh, this one. And uh, this one. So I have all, yeah, I have three of them. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, I like those. It feels like an elf to me right there. <laughs> she could be in Lord of the Rings. They totally, the Amazons totally could have been in Lord of the Rings. They, the sort of the design aesthetic was very close to sort of the Lord of the, like it would have fit in perfectly. Absolutely. Um, so that's cool. So yeah, like here, this is a uh, blue beetle. And then he's sort of like a neon kind of a guy, looks like. Yep, it's a Halloween one, I think. <laughs> so it's, huh. it's like all this cool stuff. It's like, you know, endless sort of takes on different, like, what is that? <laughs> That's the the Nightmare Before Christmas. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just like, it's yeah, just like, never ending stuff. Uh, it's It's amazing how how they they produce them i mean how quick they they turn around or they have a turnaround i feel like it's probably just they have like a obviously they have like a base model a computer model and they can go in there and they're wizards now and they just go in there and they're like they just sort of you know sort of do little tweaks and all of a sudden you have diana or you have whoever you know someone more complicated obviously but (laughs) I agree to that feel once the Snyder Cut um, was released, you could pre-order those pots the next day. It was yeah. less than 24 hours. Well, it was the same thing with um, the McFarlane toys. Uh, they did the, they're doing the uh, seven inch versions of the Snyder Cut figures that are just kind of hitting here now, but they had announced them like immediately. And Marvel Legends does a fair bit of that. Like they, you know, um, they try to keep pace, but Star Wars, you're kind of, you know, like the Bad Batch is the big show, the Star Wars show that's running right now. I not a single, at, you know, the four-inch figures, not a single one. I was just going to ask about that because I saw the first episode of the yeah. Bad Batch the other night just kind of randomly. I was like, wait, what is this? Exactly. Well, that's a question. Well, we're now actually 12 episodes in uh, to the season. I think that's a question that a few people are asking, but that's another episode. But uh, relative to the toys, uh, it's you've got a couple black series, uh, the six inch figures, but the four inch figures are just there's nothing going on. And um, I think it's a problem with Star Wars in general. But um, the Funko, if you're a Funko Star Wars collector, you're pretty happy. You get you get pretty much everybody feels like, or most of the ones you probably want. But I, I can't do it. I don't do. Um, they've done a lot of the classic ones, but I think the big thing lately is in the Disney era is that they're far more comprehensive on sort of your secondary characters and guys like that than Hasbro's. Hasbro used to be, we'll make everybody. If they literally, if you spot them in the background for half a second, they got an action figure. Yeah. These these days, that's, it's not what happens, but Funko kind of gets to everybody. I wish they would do more Star Trek pops. I mean, I know yeah. that- they just did the, the pre-orders from the original series, the Mirror Mirror Universe. They're not out yet. They should I should receive them in August. But I would like to see more from Discovery. They've only had two from Star Trek Discovery. Very little for Discovery 
uh, relative to toys. But one thing, another big piece of huge news, uh, action figure news, is that Playmates has the license back. They just announced this yesterday for the toys, and they're going to be making Discovery toys. They're going to be making Picard toys. They're going to be making etc. So apparently next year we're going to see those. Um, Playmates I'm, makes three and three quarter figures. Well, they haven't really said what these are, but I they're, they're sort of teasing that these are going to be in the Playmate style that they did for Star Trek back in the 90s, where they were the sort of the five inch um, style that were very, very popular. And if they're doing those, I might have to do it. I, might I have, have a ton of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek fan. So um, I have a ton of Star Trek action figures, um, Next Generation, Original Series, Deep Space Nine. I'm just... I'm a, what I'm a is, collector. What is your favorite Star Trek channel? That's difficult because they all mm-hmm. have a special place in my heart. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, the original series I loved, but Next Generation came on during my lifetime. So, I'll, mm-hmm. and Captain Picard, he loves books. I love books. So, love mm-hmm. that. But then there was. And it was Deep Space Nine. I'm like, they're not on the Enterprise. This just blew my mind. But, I was, but then, Roger, we have a female captain and she lives. <laughs> and then it was Enterprise. It, it's, it's just too many. I can't choose. I don't know. Um, Do you like the new ones, Discovery? Of course. Discovery, yeah. Discovery is my show. I love right Michael. On. And right on. brunch. I love that cat is so beautiful. I love that cat. Oh, the cat. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, that cat is a queen. Do not that cat is not that that cat <laughs> is a queen. I I agree. I agree with Booker. And I don't know, like yeah. that cat, I will say Discovery has some some of the best Star Trek episodes I've ever seen, hands down. Oh, wow. And I say this to someone who has watched all the Star Trek series, <laughs> including the yeah. cartoon, <laughs> the animated yeah. one. So yeah, I have, I have a long history of being a Star Trek fan. Uh, I named my yeah. niece after a character on Deep Space Nine. That's how oh, hardcore really? I was, yes. What, what was the name? Nereed. Nereed, that's amazing. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. I wanted her to be strong and tough. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, it'd be, uh, well, I'm glad their Playmates is back in the game. I have a feeling everybody, Star Trek fans, collectors are going to be happy with that. Um, it'd be very difficult for me, too. I don't know if I could really pick because I have such a strong attachment to Next Generation for the same reason I think you do. But as also one of my biggest inspirations as a writer is Michael Piller, who is the uh, showrunner for TNG. But I think if we're being honest, isn't Deep Space Nine the best show they've ever done? I mean, Deep you know, Space like, good. Um, yeah, T- TNG is my favorite, but Deep Space Nine, I think, was the best show. Deep Space Nine has some good episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And The Pale Moonlight's one of my favorites. But it's something all, about all a next generation that always brings me back there. Uh, probably because it was the first one that was owned not in reruns during my lifetime. So that went always tugged at my heart. But Voyager also has some really good episodes. I wish they would make some Voyager pops. That would really make me happy. I'm actually surprised that they have not just dived in headfirst into all the Star Trek pops. Because you make the cruise. 
Maybe, yeah. It's but it's like you got so much stuff there. The crews, the aliens, you know, all the sort of different eras, and then like Hallmark has been doing sort of the ornaments like for my entire life, basically. Yeah. And they just kind of do this sort of, you know, where they sort of rotate through the shows, you know. Um, you think that Funko would do that, but yeah, maybe it's licensing. I mean, can you imagine a Funko Pop ride with the Enterprise and the Captain like on top? See? Like, how have they not done the bridge set yet? Like, you uh, know, they came close. They have, they have Kirk in the chair. <laughs> like, they have Captain Kirk in the chair for the pre order, mm-hmm. which I could not get. <laughs> that pre order oh, no. sold out quickly, mm-hmm. and I'm still <laughs> looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little hostile about that. It's understandable. It's <laughs> Star Trek inspires some hostility with the collectibles i remember very well like back in the day so like when the playmates first came out in the early 90s the figures were very hard to get at the beginning and people like really got agitated about it yeah the well again we come back to it but how quickly they like it's like they based the the funko pop design off the trailer like they're they're that quick probably yeah they probably do probably i know i know back in the uh, back in the day with Star Wars, you know, especially during the prequels anyway, the Hasbro would be there during filming and during the design process. And so they just had this huge head start, which I don't think they have anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just completely different. I feel like this for the Disney sort of approach is like, um, you guys find out when we let you know. So it's like, um, so, but, but then again, Funko, they managed to, you know, something like Alligator Loki, they're like, here you go. And Hasbro's like, well, maybe, someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Funko call, uh, came out with that Alligator Loki a while back, right? Am I wrong? Not that, that like, far back. Yeah, the um, day after the yeah. episode, I think Alligator Loki showed up in episode five. And like literally the next day on Saturday, Funko's like, here you go. And then, you know, here's, here's uh, old man Loki. Here's kid Loki, yeah. you know. You want a Loki, you're going to get them. So, except you know. boastful Loki. Oh, yeah. They did not, they did not have not announced boastful Loki yet. Yeah, which I find interesting. <laughs> I, I feel like they'll probably get to him. But yeah, that's weird because they did all the other ones. So, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah, I didn't watch Loki. So, I have no idea what you two are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Loki's amazing. We will have to talk about it in detail on the pod uh, now that it's over. But um, yeah, they they kind of covered everybody. Not every, well. Let me think for a minute. Well, we'll see. There's some stuff that went down in last night or the other day's episode. So um, they're probably saving that till people see it. Um, but yeah, so I guess with Funkos, as we sort of circle back around on those, is that you know like. Um, is there like we talked earlier about sort of they're doing all these sort of licenses and brands are there any that you would love for them to do like that they haven't done like is there some like obscure brand or something like really passionate TV show movie I would love to see Star Trek Voyagers Star Trek Deep Space Nine Enterprise yeah. I'd like to see just more Star Trek pops actually because it's they, it's quite, it's some from the original series and Next Generation and then two from Discovery, but that's a huge gap. 
from next generation to Star Trek Discovery. For sure. No, I I would like to see them too, just to to see. And there once upon a time back in the 90s, I would have just bought them all, like not even thought about it. I'm a huge Star Trek fan, um, but I collected everything. I felt like they did back in the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it'd be cool to see for sure. Hopefully they will. And hopefully this new line from Playmates that they're doing the action figures is sort of goes beyond the current shows too. I'd, I'd love to see him go back and um, hit some of those older series too. Um, the, the Star Trek with the Playmates line back in the day in the 90s inspired a lot of hostility because they were hard to find for a while. And so you talk to people and you'd say, oh, I found him or whatever. I got this guy. And they'd be like, they'd just be angry. They'd be put out. So, uh, you know, there's always something. You're always missing out on something yeah fomo <laughs> fomo yeah um one thing i was gonna talk about in terms of like funkos or funkos there's a japanese company called nendoroid which mm. are really similar to uh to funkos and i don't know wikipedia kind of implies that they took their their business idea i from funko and kind of developed it but they're they're also really stylized mm-hmm. um Tamla, i think you bought recently the nendoroid black panther right i have black panther i'm waiting for my aquaman and wonder woman to arrive oh okay mm-hmm. uh yeah, i don't think i've pull... yeah, i don't think i've ever seen these yeah uh, let me pull one up on the screen so you can kind of see what it looks like they're quite popular i mean but these are more like action figures because you can style them. Hmm. Yeah, they are articulated. There uh, we go. Yeah, I purchased the Black Panther one a few weeks ago. Oh, no, I've seen these. Yeah, actually, Sugu, didn't we look at one of these one time? Wasn't it Sam that we were looking at? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I think it's the same line as this. But yeah, these are fun. These are kind of a little bit chibi. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, I like I like this one. Well, this is the one I have, the Infinity okay. Edition. Yeah, Infinity Edition, yeah. So it comes. Awesome. It came with a lot. I wasn't expecting oh, wow. it to come with so much material. Yeah, this one came with a base, and basically everything you see there. It came with a base. The she not she sorry. Uh, Thanos's army, um, some swipe effects, war machine. Came with a bunch of stuff. Purple. That's crazy. Claws, two, two different head shapes, additional claws. <laughs> the what? So, the army from Wakanda. Yeah. The, so that. That's has, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so for people who are kind of listening along, um, wondering maybe exactly what these look like. Um, they, these are very Funko Pop-ish, but they don't have obviously the button eyes and they're articulated, but it's kind of in the neighborhood. It's so the oversized head, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've read two very different things for sure. Yeah. Now these are cool. I, you know, any of the Black Panther stuff, it doesn't matter what sort of style you do it in. It looks cool, the costumes and everything. Um, so that's pretty cool. One thing I don't have that Sugu does is I don't have, I only have a Black Panther figure. I don't have the rest of the cast and 
So like everybody I know now has like the entire range and it's like, oh my God. I've got, oh my God. I've got the entire Marvel Legends M'Baku Build-A-Figure set, Wave. Yeah. Uh, I forget that I have Claw because I just chucked it into the closet. <laughs> I do, do not yep. care about it. Yep. Into the box with you. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, a new, there's quite a few new um, Black Panther pops coming out. Oh, really? Well, also from like the What If. So we have Oh yeah. Killmonger yeah. King, uh, T'Challa as Star-Lord, and a couple of different versions. And they also finally released, was, I don't know if it's out yet, um, a T'Chaka pop. So I don't know if that's been released yet. Oh yeah, you mentioned mm-hmm. that to me. Yeah, it comes out in July, so it may or may not be out yet. So there are a few more that are coming out. The what if stuff is crazy. My understanding is that Marvel Legends is also doing a what if wave that will include T'Challa and most importantly for me, the uh, Captain Captain America Peggy. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. I love Peggy Carter, but cut off right at most important for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Uh, Captain America Peggy Carter. Uh, Captain Carter. Uh, uh, from what if? Yeah, oh, okay. Captain Carter. Carter. Yeah. So they're gonna do her. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of curious for myself, but like, I'm trying to think: is there a franchise that would actually get me started buying pops? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it, I'm sure that if, if it exists, they'll do it. So you never know. Like, that's the thing. Like, they, they kind of cover everything. So um, I imagine they'll get to it at some someday. Um, and then I think they do, too. I, I could be wrong about this. Do they, do they do things where you can, like, make pops of yourself or something? Yes, they. I've seen those sold. Mm-hmm. Um, like, design your own. But I'm not that artistic, so. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I just prefer to buy the ones already made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to see a Nubia one and more Wonder Nubia. Twins. Wonder Twins. Yeah. I feel like Nubia's chances for getting sort of toy love are going to skyrocket here in the next probably couple of years. I feel like they're, you know, it's going to be some movie love and stuff like that. So that's what I've been saying. But I don't yeah. know if that's just wishful thinking. But I would love to see if Nubia showed up in the next Wonder Woman movie. I probably would pass out and would go broke buying all Nubia action figures. They want to sort of Wonder Woman, I think, is the most successful of the DC stuff at the moment. There's a lot of ways to branch off. And Yara Flora is someone who just came on the scene yes. in the comics. She's amazing. I love her already. She's did, She just came out. And uh, Nubia, I think, is someone they can build off of, too. So I expect to kind of see all of them, actually, in the movies here in a hurry. Um, So we'll see, you know, depending on what Gal Gadot wants to do, if she just wants to do one more or she wants to hang around for a minute. So I thought she said that this was the last one because she's tired. Could be. You know, she's um, but uh, they'll probably back up a money truck and she'll think about it so <laughs> i imagine they don't want to let her go too quick but we'll see yeah. yeah um but yeah i yeah i know i think the wonder woman stuff's going to be great um in the movies and maybe tv i want to say patty jenkins is doing an amazon series for uh or a movie spinoff for hbo something like that yeah, I've and, heard 
Yeah, and I'm I'm that is probably going to involve Nubia in some way, shape, or form. So knock on wood. Um, so yeah, that would be all that stuff would be cool. Star Trek would be cool. Um, if they did little bridge sets, I think I might I might be motivated to buy one of those. If you could like assemble your Enterprise bridge. Um, but yeah, um, for yeah for the moment, I'm pretty still pretty agnostic on the pops. Try to withhold as strong as I can, resist willpower. Try not to be drawn in. But what can you do? You're a better person than me. But <laughs> but I will say I have streamlined my interest because mm. at first I was like, okay, because I'm a DC fan, let's get in. Like there's just so many Batman pops and the Batworld right. that are really amazing. I'm just like, ooh, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. Like I have the, I have Batgirl. I have Harley Quinn. I have Poison Ivy. And I was like, this is a lot of Batman for him not to be my favorite DC character. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let me just focus more. So if something really interesting comes out. I'll definitely get it. But I've definitely focus more on the Star Trek ones. So I got all the pre-orders minus Captain Kirk in the chair and <laughs> the Wonder Woman. But there is a Superman that I like that I'm trying to find a link so I can order it because I haven't seen it. Well, I haven't been to the vibing world recently, you know, Corona, and they don't yeah. have it on their website. So hopefully... I can track it down. Cool. Is this like, like a comic book, Superman? Um, it's a metallic. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, it's a metallic one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it looks like Tamlin has a app that is just tracking every single of uh, Funko Pop that's ever been made. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so awesome. that's so what, she's looking through it now. <laughs> yeah, this is Superman. It's Superman number 402 and he's metallic. This is a really nice looking Superman. Oh, it's not out until October. Mm. That's why I haven't seen the pre-order for it yet. Uh, I'll to... see if I can share the screen for it. Mm -hmm. Superman metallic. Let's see if that's the one. Mm. Oh, here it is. This one? That's the one. All right. I'm going to share the screen for you. That's the one. I, I really like this one. I just oh, like wow. that. Yeah. That's, that that's different. That one I really want. I like different costumes of the of the characters that I like. So that's the one I like. But yeah, so what what sort of where does the costume come from? Is he just sort of special to Funko or does he kind of come from a comic or something? This one I'm not sure. I haven't read many Superman comics, so I'm mm -hmm. not hundred percent sure, but I just know I just like the look of it. <laughs> this looks yeah. shiny. It's kind inspired. of Sam so is, is it a sort of samurai vibe? Am I getting that right? Uh, I can't quite read it. It looks like it's. It looks like it's. Well, it's kanji, but I can't tell if it's Japanese okay. or Chinese. 
that's on the box. Okay. Uh, something about I can't tell that middle yeah. one. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I like the look of them. He has that traditional Superman curl. <laughs> uh, here, let's check this one out. This mm-hmm. is Chinese. Oh, here it is. Ken Neko? I'm not sure, but yeah, I think this is Chinese inspired. Yeah. This may be a difficult one to track down. But then it's prices in, is in yen, so maybe it's Japanese. But that's not the kanji. Well, I will, be on the look, I will be yeah. on the lookout for it. And if I find it, I will let you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Be, that's pretty cool. I, I dig that. I, I like different versions of the sort of iconic heroes, too. Some of them do better than others. I Batman sort of made to be reinterpreted and Superman less so. But this is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm on the hunt for a good Superman figure, but I have very specific requirements. NECA did that great, uh, you know, the Christopher Reeve Superman maybe five, six years ago, and I never got it, and I, I probably should have. It was kind of hard to get around here. It was around the time that Toys R Us sort of <laughs> imploded. It is and, now $200 on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I that was a shame. So, yeah, maybe someone will do another version of that Christopher Reeve um that'd be cool that'd be the one i'd want yeah uh there is another one that i'm okay with or i should say like i i can accept and that is the kingdom come seven inch mcfarland oh sure yeah yeah that was a great uh great story kingdom come and that'd be a cool figure and also the uh wonder woman from kingdom kingdom come with the golden armor which the movie kind of uh, borrowed for her costume in 84. Yeah. yeah. Right. That'd be awesome. I always love, everybody loves that costume, but yeah, definitely. You never know what pops. I think it's, it's just sort of whatever, you know, what grabs you, what sort of jumps out at you. Uh, that'll do it for our conversation today on uh, Funko Pops. Uh, hopefully um, it was fun. It was illuminating. It was uh, definitely a learning experience in some ways. Um, we had a blast talking about this, uh all things funko and want to thank tamlin for hanging out with us today and talking about all this cool stuff well thank you for having me i enjoyed myself absolutely thank you tamlin for agreeing to come on to the show with us and and talk and talk with us about uh funkos um yeah thank you you're welcome (laughs) hey i enjoyed myself and wonderful conversation okay bye That'll do it for today, folks. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, Once again, I'm Darby Harn, and you can find out more about me and my books at my website, DarbyHarn.com. And I'm also on Twitter at Darby Harn. Sugu, how can they find you? You can reach me at our email address, shelfwarmers at gmail.com. Send us feedback about the show, your thoughts, opinions, and insights on our perspectives. We're always happy to hear from you, our audience, and we'd love to share your opinions on our next show. Again, that's shelfwarmers at gmail.com. Give us a holler. We love the feedback. We really appreciate it. Appreciate everybody listening. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. As always, remember to stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and get vaccinated when you can. Bye-bye.